Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out and she took off my pants. Turn on the TV And that's about the time she walked away from me Nobody likes you when you're 23 And I show more abuse by TV shows What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should act my age What's my age again? What's my age again? But later on On the drive home I called her mom From a payphone I said I was the cops And your husband's in jail About the time that bitch hung up on me Nobody loves you when you're 23 And I still wanna lose my bank phone calls What the hell is call ID? My friends say I should have my age What's my age again? What's my age again? No, I'm not waiting on Jeff Stop asking, we're going live Welcome to episode 182 of the After Lodge podcast Brought to you from the, uh uh, where are we now? It's not the smoke-filled back rooms anymore. We're everywhere. Okay, yeah, that's good. We I like are that. We are Lodge. Brought to you from everywhere where guys hang out after Lodge with yes. web cameras and Google and stuff. We're actually yeah. Sims. We, we live in the ether. We <laughs> were, we were uh, really, really hurting for, for attendance, as you can see. So uh, Bruce went and dug... Uh, Sir John Hessel back out of the archives, and, and uh, he agreed to to begrudgingly come help us entertain you after Lodge this evening. Now, Harlan, you know what this means, as per the bylaws of the show. If a guest comes on two shows in a row, he is immediately made a regular host. I didn't know that. Show. Careful with that. You we wrote recently, the bylaws. We recently had Nick Johnson on twice. Exactly. Don't worry, I, he lives like a couple miles from me. I can like tie him up and throw him in the closet somewhere Is before I come really out so we're good. Okay. I could probably yeah. get to his house in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Wow, I, didn't, <laughs> I thought like the, the population density in Minnesota was like one person per like 100 miles or whatever. Nice. That's the Twin Cities has a few people. Well, I suppose. Uh, Harlan, uh, I'm, I think you have a point there. I'm pretty sure Minnesota is the lowest uh, population density in the U.S., I thought like that would be wouldn't that be like Wyoming or something? Yes, It'd be Wyoming, close. and then I think it's Alaska, and then Montana. it's Idaho, oh. Montana. Yeah, Say Ohio. No. Yeah, I, unlike a lot of other states, we have pro teams in every sport. So I'm, mm. I'm just 
mm. putting that out there. Well, you know, so I mean, dude, I, I wasn't trying to put your state at, down. I'm at, sorry. At three law schools, for what that's worth. Yeah, three law schools. <laughs> that's that's a problem. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out how many professional sports teams Pennsylvania has. So well, you got Philly and you got Pitt. So I mean, you got we got the Phillies and the Pirates and the 76ers, Steelers, Steelers Eagles, Flyers, the Penguins, and Philadelphia Union Soccer. So. Those are our major league teams, and I definitely did not just read that list from Wikipedia because I live here and I know it by heart. What about the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs? Yeah, that's not major league, though. Oh, that's true. That's kind of like, like the uh, Meadville uh, Mudhens. Oh, I can't say that. Right. I had a better example of the local baseball team that is minor league, and everyone gets all excited about them anyway. Uh, I took my daughter to to that baseball game while back and uh it was a thing with my company i'm like great i'm taking a three-year-old girl to a baseball game this is gonna end oh, and she loved miserable. it she loved she it. watched it yes it was crazy uh, I, dude i can't I even know, do okay that. I, don't, I don't understand okay, i guess i guess we're doing baseball because you think that's fun and then, like, they, there was a home run that went, like, right over. So we were standing on that little balcony area at the stadium because we were trying to leave and, like, get her brother home. And then she decided she was interested and wanted to stand at the fence and watch. And then they hit a home run, like, right over her head. And I was trying to run after it, but then, like, it hit some kid. And then I was like, you know what? You, you can have it. <laughs> and then she's all like, Daddy, you were getting the ball for me. It was like that. That kid took it in the chest. <laughs> that little boy's concussed. He's gonna want that ball back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was. I, I. Who knew that? Like a three-year-old kid would like baseball. We brought my huh. son to a Twins game last year, and he was four, and he ate it up. Yeah, and it was the most boring ball game. It was Twins versus KC Royals, and I think it was three to one by the time the game closed out. So it was like huh. watching paint paint dry, but he had a blast. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to take her back and do Cracker Jacks and the whole, you know, the whole experience. Uh, but I, I wasn't expecting that. She's not generally interested in other sports, so I didn't expect that baseball would do it, but it did. So you never know, Bruce. Give baseball a try. Uh, I have. <laughs> that being said, I haven't been to a baseball game in about 15 years. Uh, I'll try it again. Maybe it's changed. You know, everyone else's employer, except yours, entirely different game these days. Does like all of their corporate functions at the ballpark. Like that's that's just the thing. Everyone has their company picnic or their whatever get together or their sales meeting. It's always at the baseball stadium. Yeah, which makes no sense because we have much larger stadiums for other sports that are much more popular but for whatever reason companies aren't as about them so those thanks to amazon uh, we work seven days a week so i don't know when we would even have one of those outings well you work for the milk company though they don't really do employee bonding no they don't more about employee bondage that's that's yes but hey, you get a pension out of it, so. Oh yeah, no, I I I love my job. 
honestly. I was like, what the hell is a pension? Who does that? Oh, yeah. yeah the going in every day. And the good news is, yeah, is they pay the pension, it. yes, 70 years ahead of time. So, you know, I, I, I got nothing to worry about. Right? Wait. What? <laughs> yes. The USPS prefunds their pension by 70 years. That is a government mandated thing. Oh, fantastic. So it's not going to be like the state employees here who are at the whims of our legislature. Correct. Yeah. However, I will point out that the USPS's pension fund did get screwed up however many years ago because Congress dipped into it. Well, really? that's the thing is Congress can yeah. do that. So I don't I don't know about that. How how recently are you talking? Oh, that was probably 15 years ago that I can yeah. remember. It was it was a long while ago. I was going to say, it, it um, had to have been before I started. I've been there a little over yeah. 13 years. Yeah, yeah. About, my guess, I think I was an undergrad at the time, so it would have been at least 15 years ago. Yeah, I, I heard about that, but uh, that's the thing, your pension's a federal asset, so just takes the right Congress critters. Maybe Bernie will get in there and use it to pay for my college. Of course, we all know that uh, all of the student loans are going to be forgiven and college will become free the day I mail my last payment. That's why I just don't pay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that was what, uh, that's why I'm waiting to go to college, gentlemen. Someone at work had recommended that. They're like, yeah, you should just like stop. Harlan, Harlan, he just proved he's the smartest person out of the three of us. <laughs> he's, yes. he's got a pension. You, you, no you college. what's sad is like, Half the people I work with like have majors and degrees and stuff, and I'm like, we we work at the same place. Yeah, it's awesome. Right. But I'm sorry Person for you. College debt. He's he's got sure. a nice pension, fantastic health insurance. So yeah, I think he definitely figured it out much you sooner know, if, than, than if we I did. can just make email in general disappear, I'll be set. <laughs> Is there any way I can stop that email yes. thing? Uh, you could jump on board and help sponsor, you know, hacktivist terrorist type groups. Okay. And then or get do you, everybody do you, just do you have a website for this. The internet. A contact number, maybe. Uh, Readersnacknacks.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> email dot org. <laughs> I bet that domain redirects to usps.com. I'm gonna try now. Because if it doesn't, I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna redirect it. <laughs> I mean, there there has to be a reason that they don't have oh, it. Oh, it's a spam page. Of course. Yeah. Oh, wait, it says it's for sale. I wonder how much well, they want you know for it. They're ransoming it. How much they want for it? It would just be funny to have a website called stopemail.org and it just redirects to the postal service. Oh, I thought you meant three distinct knocks.com. <laughs> uh, wait, no. Nick doesn't get to plug his show when he's not here. That's that's not his website. That's oh. some other website. Okay. Do we uh do we get to like charge him every time we mention it? Because in that yes. case, I'm all about like just playing it up. We'll just send David uh, Riley a bill. Well, I mean, how how are we going to get him to pay? We can't even get him to show up to be on the show. Do you know anybody that owes me money? I feel like a lot of people owe you money. Do you know anybody like that prefer... owed me money for long? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll I knew get a couple guys, but I haven't, they, like, they, they disappeared a few years ago. I don't know what happened to Actually, them. One of them went to the Bahamas. I never heard from them again. So Saturday, oh. Saturday, 
Josh walked up and gave me 60 bucks. And I was like, what? Don't give me cash because people have been trying to pay their dues and I don't have cards yet. I was like, dude, don't don't give me cash. He's like, no, this is this is for you. And I was like, why? He's like, because of that thing. So I did some stuff to help him out with his child custody thing or whatever. And I paid the filing fee, but I didn't pay it out of my client account like I should have. I don't even remember why. I just paid it out of like my pocket. Pocket, yeah. And then I told them, hey, it's like 60 bucks and just get it to me when I see you at Lodge. And this was a long time ago. Three years ago? To be fair. No, it was, <laughs> it was like four or five months ago. And I had just, in the midst of everything else that's happened since then, just completely forgot about it. And then he handed me that money and I was like, oh, Josh, you could be the only person known to this lodge who could have gotten away with owing me money. <laughs> just blew it. And then he's like, oh, well, in that case, uh, I'll take it back. I'm like, well, no, not now. You just reminded me. Give me my yeah, money. But, yeah, but where's the fun in it if you don't remember? Like, that's, that's why you would want to do it. Yeah. yeah so... No, I mean it was that's that's the thing about being a mason around here is we're a lot of things, a lot of negative things for that matter, but we're also honest, at least with each other. Um, so whatever else you may say about us, we we don't we don't screw each other. Well, metaphorically, we might literally, but that's different. What? Oh, depends what state you're in. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Let's see. Oh, Nick is, uh, you know, posting in the IRC right now. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard his new website is uh, www.bananahammock.com. <laughs> Banana Hammock. Is that the other podcast he's on? Wait, do I want to type this in right now? Because. <laughs> All right, I'm doing it. I mean, you want to. I do. Shouldn't. I just don't know if I'm gonna still want you're gonna, to. You're gonna disrupt there. the show, but yeah. Why not? I don't even know what's gonna bring up. This is gonna be fun. Uh, hammock survey says. Well, it's a spam page. Of course. <laughs> all the all the all the good ideas are. <laughs> Bananahammockworld.com. <laughs> oh, a world. <laughs> Hey, wife, I'm going to spend some money. <laughs> um, I mean, she'd probably be okay with it. <laughs> no, I'm looking at man thongs. <laughs> oh, look at that one. It's like, it's all like leather and stuff. Come on. Wait, wait, Carla. John was allowed on the show. Uh, they don't make that one an extra small, though. Never mind. Um, Do they have one that's flag colored? That's the one you need. Uh, maybe. Let me let me look. Would uh, only be appropriate. Harlan's been on this tirade the last month or so about how anybody who wears or the flag is a piece of clothing. Flag, the schmuck. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, I don't really mind that. High so five on that one. What? Yeah. What I don't. Okay, I need to stop looking at this now. It's unhealthy. Yes. Third time when, on, and I've derailed the show. Yes. My issue is when people want to go on their tirades about whether or not somebody stands for the national anthem or blah, 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 blah. And then they're also wearing the flag while they're making said tirade. 
and it just makes my head go. Yes. I otherwise don't tend to notice if someone's wearing the flag because I don't really care. What I care about is the people who wear the flag all the time tend to be the ones who are the most vocal about other people disrespecting the flag. And so, yeah, it's mostly that. Anyway, that's why you should buy a flag-themed banana hammock. So, no. They, they have that neon green one that, like, goes over the shoulders, though. Like, that's... Oh, like the Borat? Yeah, I thought about... Like, I need one of those for other purposes. I might even wear it on the show. So, appropriate you guys tune in for next week. We discussed this with the uh, senior warden. Appropriate I see a new costume for the uh, third ruffian. Is an apron. That's <laughs> that's it. So technically, you could be nude and have an apron on, and you're quote properly clothed to be in lodge. Yeah. So I wish I hadn't told him that because he cocked an eyebrow real, real sharp when I said it. So he may be walking into lodge naked next week. I mean, you are talking about the same guy who wants to wear a Batman mask as his master's hat. Yes, he has no more shame. So, and he's he's probably one of the most fit guys in the lodge. So he also wouldn't have any embarrassment about just walking in nude. No, so no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he would. Yeah, no, he'll he'll do it. So I'm a little concerned because I want to know what apron it is so I can make sure that you know it gets disposed of. When the mask is done this year, burn that thing. Say, so what are we just going to burn an apron every meeting? Well, he should be wearing the master's apron soon. So pass that uh, down to the next okay. guy. Well, there you go. It's not my problem anymore. So it's the one apron I'm in not... that lodge I know I'll never put on again. So it's all safe. <laughs> all I can think of is the movie Dogma. Dude, this thing's going to be rubbing on the inside of your armor. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, do you want to appreciate about this referencing that movie? Oh, right, I love that movie. J- j- just because like thousands of Catholics uh, around the world threatened to you know like kill Kevin Smith for making it, they would never do that. Only Muslims do that. But I bet they didn't watch it because that movie is fantastic. Oh, it's great! I love that flag. You guys well, think it's, it's a lot more laid back than the whole uh, Last Temptation of Christ, which really got the Catholics fired up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one. I've heard about it. I'll add that to my to watch list. William Defoe is Christ. There you go. Hey, you guys remember when I said I was going to be taking show notes? Mm-hmm. How's that going? You got that, didn't you? Yeah, but can you, can you show us your show notes, Harlan? You have them written down on a big pad uh, there in front of you? Actually, so. Um, how's, how's that looking? Wait, wait. Uh, wait for it. I don't know if you can see it. That's uh, white Ooh. screen. Episode one eighty two. That's a start. You got the right episode number. And it says and banana hammock. Yeah, that's and, what I have. And banana is spelled wrong. That is all we need for this show. That should be the entirety of the show notes. Don't even put like the Facebook and the email and all that stuff because stop email. Stopemail.com. All right. Right, I got I got to get that other citation in there. Let's see. Stop email. .org. Oh yeah, it was .org. .org would be significantly cheaper to purchase, I'm sure. 
Um, and then we we talked about kids liking baseball. Uh, we talked about Harlan doing show notes on the show. <laughs> In the middle of the show. I feel like we're breaking the fourth wall here. Yes, we are. Uh, and then there was... I then forgot where we went before. Oh, wait, no. No, we didn't talk about your lodge visit yet. Hello, wife. Would you like to say hello to the After Lodge audience? Come on, Alyssa. Oh, you guys got the finger. Nice. No, we didn't. Just I like at nothing. home. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Turn the camera on her. Incur her wrath. Oh, so I got this funny, funny meme that's, today. That's what I thought. My, my Google Hangouts, and it was that, that thing that says, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why is the... Or the EA asking somebody like, "Why don't we cross between the master and the altar?" And then the master looks all dramatic. It's like because the floor is lava. Yeah. And I was I like, oh, that. "That's funny." And it wasn't until like an hour later that I realized that didn't come from you, Yahoo's. Like my wife sent that to me. That's hilarious. It's also the top <laughs> post on our Freemasonry. Yeah, it might have been where she got it. I don't know. Are you reading hilarious. the Freemasonry Reddit? Did you just cool story me? I saw that thumb. Yes, yes, she did. Or was it you? Because the thumb was no. facing you. No, that was that was the Mrs. That was Mrs. Harlan. No, I mean, was it directed at you? Oh, I, I don't know. I feel like she's directing it at all of us. She's a very hey, in, can, indifferent person. Can I buy a banana hammock? <laughs> they have they have this like neon one, and it like it's like over your shoulders, and it just like cups the uh, no. Oh, come on! <sighs> Alright. Like a it Christmas present to me. You just Buying keep that right candle lit, Harlan. Hold out that hope. Buying it right now. Anyway, you want to talk about this BBC video, or is it... Oh, yes. Just like 100% senseless. Uh, I mean, it's not senseless. It was kind of interesting. Uh, women joining Women Lodge. Yeah, I mean, it's... I think it's kind of cool. Like, that, you know, instead of being, uh, like, certain anonymous members of our little internet mason community who would much prefer to just stir up the crap about... You know, I don't want to join a girl lodge. I want to join a man lodge and be just like men and it's the, uh, Hey, I know who you're talking about. You know, it would be like, I've got no problems with it. Like, it's okay. Awesome. Well, I know no. Grand Lodge of England has acknowledged their existence. They don't recognize them, but they acknowledge that they exist. And Yeah, I mean, it's... don't get their... They, they've endorsed... A bunch over it. They've endorsed them, as as I understand. Like they've, they're just like one step short of recognition. Um, is like, hey, you guys are doing like legit stuff here. Let us help you, but you know we can't, we can't intermix. But we'll help make sure you're doing it right. Give you whatever stuff you might need. Um, I saw one of the back and forth on the interwebs today of uh, a. I can't, might have been a past master. I don't know. He was old and crusty and angry, so, but he was very oh, probably bent out of shape about women having 
know, gatherings and calling themselves Masons, and then it was pointed out that, well, they've probably got, one, a better turnout, and two, probably better rituals than most of the uh, standard yes. blue lodges that you'll find around the United States. No, I, we can and I can't argue against that. that. Well, no, I mean, if you're going to be a woman and go engage in Freemasonry, it's because you really want to do it. Yeah. Not just because all of your friends are doing it, because they're not. <laughs> And for the sake of credibility, you know they're they have their mindset that well they got to do it right and they have to do it as well if not better. Yeah, but I mean I I so I don't find anything. Well, okay, so I take that back. I do find a lot of things in our our ritual and esoterica that that that's inherently masculine. But I don't find any reason that like women couldn't do it or enjoy it or derive benefit from it nor nor really do i think should they like that okay uh my my issue with girly masons is when they are in lodge with you know male masons that's agreed that's the problem for me so co-masonry is all kinds of jacked up in my book but if women want to have a women only lodge and you know no boys allowed and do whatever they want to do. Okay, great. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm of the same mindset. I don't like, I couldn't supporting a co-Masonic organization. But that's simply because I like the fact that we keep the superfluities of life outside of the Tyler's door. Yes. And that's a thing that so, uh, we, we tried to explain to, well, that person I was referring to earlier. Uh, way back when the show started, before we realized who we were dealing with. And that, that was kind of my point. And I, I've realized over the years that women don't, they don't understand male biology and like how our brains work. So here, I, I'll sum it up. If there's ladies yeah. listening to the podcast, I will sum it up to you. And it was, I heard this from the great Saint uh, Robin Williams. <laughs> and it is simply this, that ladies, God gave men a brain, a penis, and only enough blood to run one at a time. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's basically that, um, that even in the most austere of circumstances, we can't do what we do at Lodge, you know, being able to let your guard down and walk upon the level and all of that stuff. If there's a woman around, like you just can't, we're biologically incapable as a whole. And it doesn't matter how attractive or unattractive or old or young. It's something about the presence of a woman messes with men's subconscious and puts us into like competitive mode. And like everybody's, whether they realize it or not, more likely to try to one up each other because it's just what we're wired to do. Well, it's because guys act different in front of women. Even if yes. they're not acting towards that woman, if there's a woman present, they're going to act different towards everybody. It's a, it's a subconscious thing, at least. I think sure. um, I'm not a psychologist, but that's my armchair analysis of the situation. And so all of the, the work we do in, in cementing our fraternity and, and practicing the level of equality, all of that stuff doesn't work when your animal brain is trying to one up everyone else. Cause there's, there's a lady to impress. Even if that lady's like 90 years old, you don't realize you're doing it, but it, it's still there. It may not be obvious, but it'll show its effects over time. And God help you if she's, you know, like 21 and gorgeous. So it, it, 
it just is what it is. And and that's why well, and then so you extrapolate on this, and I didn't realize we we're gonna go on this rabbit hole, but I think it's a good one to go down. So if you extrapolate and say, Okay, now we have co masonry. What's uh hey, brother Bob, why don't you and now Mrs. Brother Betty mm-hmm. uh both come to lodge. Great. So if they've had a good good day, they might be yucking it up because God knows if my wife and I were lodged together, there'd be all sorts of stupid happening because if you guys think I'm nuts, she's just as entertaining. Or if, like in my case, if my wife and I had fought that day, lodge would be awfully bloody uncomfortable for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that's, sure. that's, those are those things you want to keep out of lodge. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's the the fraternizing element too, which we've covered this on Lodge before when it comes to uh, homosexual men, and we had expressed our after Lodge opinion that, okay, that's fine, but both of you shouldn't be definitely not in the same Lodge, and it's probably best if you're both not in the same system of Lodges together for the same reason. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. It's... um, which I don't know how the mind of a gay man works or if it's even the same way. Like if they become competitive when other men are in the room, I, I, I don't know. I had to ask a psychologist about that. Uh, but for some reason, homosexual men don't seem to have this issue in lodge that I've seen. Not that I know <laughs> that many of them, but it doesn't seem to be the same sort of problem as is introduced when women are around. Um, well, Simply put, I mean, it's not out of the realm of reason or day-to-day of Bobby Joe, Billy Joe average guy were to give eyeballs to a gal. If you do it in a lodge where Billy Joe average guy is giving eyes to Brother Robert across the way. Right, right, right. So there has to be a little – from my experience, and I say my experience because I've got – friends of mine that are gay that are in the craft up here that the the temperance you know our, our tenant of temperance actually is even more robust on that side of the aisle because it has to be things have to be a little more i want to say controlled but a little more analytical a little more logical a little less emotional to keep up that that defense so, and it, it may just be a, a simple majority minority thing that's got me hung up because, you know, heterosexual men are, are the majority. So having women in the lodge would be causing that issue for the majority of its members instead of a smaller number. They, it could be that. And, and it just doesn't, we don't see the same effects because, you know, the gay men in our lodge are a smaller number. So it's harder for the, that few to kind of, disrupt the entire thing whereas right it's a smaller sample size. women it's, it's everybody except for these guys who are like what are y'all doing right um but well, otherwise, the last I, thing i want to hear is hey why are you going to lot you know have a new member yeah why are you going to lodge because uh, i'm trying to bag the junior steward yeah. <laughs> well there's there's no there's, there's lots of jokes you go down <laughs> when you try getting the ritual um but it's so i tend to think I wouldn't have a problem if the Grand Lodge of England wanted to endorse the Grand Lodge of England of whatever other kind of masonry for women. Hell, they can share an office and like 
you know, resources and whatever, it, th that wouldn't even bother me. I, I didn't flip out about the the nod that Ugly gave to the the ladies <coughs> in the lodge there. Like it's okay. Yeah. Seems right, like a fellas, perfectly valid thing. I need to uh, show my ignorance here. Why not just join Eastern Star? So, Why have you ever been? Does... No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> Never once have I been to an Eastern Star meeting. You should like, go but, to their like, installation. Why, why does whatever they want to do... Rule number one, if, you're out, if you decide thing. to go to a Eastern Star meeting, one, oh, don't. No, I, I, I think, well, one, Eastern Star is only recognized in the United States. It's not recognized by Ugly. It's considered irregular by Ugly. Um, and I know that an argument on the other side of, you know, why do women need to be Masons? Well, why should their meeting hinge on having a Master Mason present? That's their argument. They want to be able to have a Masonic meeting yep. without having to have one of us tail along. Yep. That's where I was going. And more, and more often than not, unhappily, Yep. from what it's I've the, seen. The Eastern Star is, is, we call it a women's organization, but it's, it's not really. Like, it's... So the women are all of the quote rule makers, but it requires the endorsement and, and oversight and yada, yada, yada of, of master okay. masons. And like, I get that, but that can't be the only reason. Is that the only reason? Well, and also the, so there's the stuff we were just talking about, about the, you know, it's not a, it's not a women's thing. Like they can't do it themselves. There's men there. Uh, and then the other reason is because it's, it's not the same ritual. It's not the same. No. I don't know their ritual really because I'm not in the star, but I've been to I go to their installations, which you should, by the way. It's like right around the corner, and as the master of our lodge, you might make one make an appearance. Um, yeah, it's their their ritual is from what I can yeah. gather. It, it's what I get for bringing it up. It's very okay. so it's it's more modernly invented. So you don't have the, the esoterica and I guess the, the deepness, if you will, that Freemasonry offers for you to spend your life delving into. Okay. So let me, let me stop you there. If, if, yep. if this women's Freemasonry is a hundred percent women, how do they have our stuff? Uh, the internet mostly I'd imagine. I, I don't plan do. So, so you're yeah. saying it's all stuff they make up. No, I mean they're so. From what I read about the the one in England, at least they're they're working the 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 Preston Web. Well, not Preston Web. What's the ritual they work over there? Is it Preston Web? Oh, uh, you're asking the wrong cat. Whichever they're working the the ritual that's common in England, like it's the same stuff, and they've gone to the point where I believe some of their leadership is being coached by by our leadership and some of the more esoteric flavors of that ritual, which I guess you could do because it's like, well, if they already know the ritual, you don't have to you don't have to share anything with them. So then you can just talk about auxiliary stuff related to it. Um, I don't know how they're working around some of that stuff with obligations and what have you, but uh, they have our ritual the same way anyone else has it. Uh, it's, you know, it, our ritual has been in print since like the 1700s. Well, you sure, but there's just find the as right much, guy at the right bookstore, and he. If uh, not more, disinformation is information. On the internet, yes. In those early exposés that were written, I'm not so sure. 
I think if you could get your hands on one, it was probably authentic. And if they're working off of those, you know, like those 18th century Gutenberg printing press style manuscripts that people were passing around in secret. Well, there it is. And keep in mind, oh. OES is a that's a United States thing. That's not yeah. Uh, also, that it's not recognized anywhere else. Same with well, Daughters uh, of the Nile. Same with Amaranth. All of those. Well, I mean, so so let me just ask it a different way. Why why can't they just do you know like whatever they want to do, but call it something different? I don't I don't understand why it has to be our thing. So I I don't either on that front. Like I don't know why they couldn't have revived maybe something from the old Essene schools or something. They, like they have to understand that that it's it's never going to be recognized at least by the majority of us, yeah. I guess. So, uh, so why not that, just call that may it? not be their goal. No, I mean, I mean if I was, may not be the goal. They may just want to. They may just be seeking further light, just like the rest of yeah. us. But I mean, that—that's where I was going. Is if I was a a female Mason, I don't think that would be my objective. I wouldn't really like they're they're their own grand jurisdiction doing their own thing. They hell, they might not even want recognition but, but, from. I mean, the they're, they're not though. They're they're doing their own thing with our name. Well, but so are so is every like clandy group on earth. Yeah, but those guys are. Mm, it's not and the women are more credible talk. than those guys are. Yeah, I was I, like, I, I agree. I, I agree a hundred percent. Which is I why think, I think uh, they should distinguish themselves in, in a way that we would be able to recognize them. Perhaps I get what you're saying. Because the say, say again, John. Masonette. Well, you know, I don't know what. what Whatever you want to call it, they could just, be the just you know, I don't know, the odd ladies or, or <laughs> maybe the. It is weird hearing a woman tell say, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a member of the Odd Fellows." What? <laughs> I heard that. Oh, on the top right, of the that's a real thing. Sorry, I was. Yeah, I'm uh, like, what? <laughs> I was making a joke. I completely forgot that the Odd Fellows went uh, went went uh, co-ed. Yeah, co-ed quite some time ago. Uh, yeah, they came to our Grand Lodge session a few years ago, basically just begging for members. <laughs> um, and that, that was one of the things I was like, wait, they're, they're co-ed? What? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've got a lot of mixed feelings about that as I was reading through it, but ultimately I've concluded that I, I just, I don't mind. I mean, I, I don't understand, to, to Bruce's point, why why Freemasonry and why... I don't always get the why, but I've found that I don't get nearly as wound up as some of my brothers do about this. It's, you know, like, okay. And in fact, if the Grand Lodge of England and by proxy the rest of the world wanted to help and endorse and grow this this female wing of Freemasonry and... As a byproduct of doing that, they take memberships away from people who would have otherwise gone to co-masonry. All the better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, on board with that. if promoting a female lodge is destroying co-masonry, then you're doing men and women a service. Um, so can't be bad from that front either. 
so and, and I, if they ended up becoming mainstream, I would like that. My only thing I would say, please follow the same rules we do. Yeah. Ladies' lodges are for ladies. Men's lodges are for men. No, no cross-pollination. We can work together on fundraising stuff, but yeah. meeting and degrees and stuff, no. I mean, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be okay with that even. Now, to be clear, I don't endorse this idea enough that I would like actively help achieve it because ultimately I just don't care. Uh, so I'm not like, I'm not like rah rah girl masons. Let me help you pull this off. It's just I don't see the need to get all wound up about it. It's definitely not the worst thing on earth that could happen. In fact, some no. good might come from it. And if some people feel strongly and they're trying to promote it, by all means, go ahead. Don't ask me for money though. I'm not sending it. <laughs> um, or support yeah. in any way. Well, I mean, yeah, you're not going to get like overt support uh, well beyond what you got on the show, but like, but you're also not going to get like overt criticism. It's, you'll just get more right. of a, Hey, that's cool. That's, that's what you get for me. You get uh, civil discourse and the exchange of ideas, which is how it should yeah. work. Yeah. Well that too. And you know, if there was a ladies lodge here in town and they wanted us to help them with some philanthropy thing they were doing, how we might do it. Like, sure. sure. Yeah. If it's, something we want to do and it's a worthwhile cause yeah we'll help yeah, for the greater good why not yeah uh so i don't know if i've been i feel like i've i've waffled on my position on the show but i really haven't i just have a hard time describing this balance i have between i don't really care and leave them alone like that yeah, do your thing i'm kind of like in, in both so i i almost want to defend them but not enough to like get into a big fight with my brothers about it. Uh, so it's, yeah. Which is exactly what would happen if you brought that talk around our lodge. Well, yeah. So, but I, any talk I bring around our lodge gets that response. <laughs> Were you there, when you. I, there when I told one of our patrons that Freemasonry wasn't a Christian organization and like blew his mind. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen him in lodge since. <laughs> Nice. And all I did, all I did was started like reciting our ritual, like to him. And he knows all of our ritual, but it's like he spent so much time speaking it that he never spent any time listening to it. And then, yeah, you know where a lot of these words came from, right? I think I broke him. I don't know. I mean, he, he comes around like to our big functions and whatnot. And he's got a lot of health issues, which is really why he hasn't been around. Um, it was just the timelines were curious enough that some of my brothers give me a hard time about it. Uh, I had no idea that like a past master of that age wouldn't just know these things. Uh, You'd hope. Turns out he's not the only one. There's a lot of people here that think that the lodge is like an extension of their church. And they're past masters. Some of them are like past grand lodge Oompa Loompas. Yeah, that's help. not. Uh... Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. I was no, going to say, it doesn't help when the chaplain of every other lodge is closing their prayer to dear sweet baby Jesus. Oh. You know, you guys get. I tried to have a talk with Josh about that this. That happened last night, by the way. Well, yeah. And, and Josh, like, whenever I'm around, Josh, like, panics when people do that. <laughs> and, and I appreciate that he's looking out for me. Well, he knows what a button it is for you. Yeah. Well, I've tried to express to him it's really not that big of a deal. Like, in my lodge, it's a big deal. 
in everyone else's lodge, I, you know, who am I to show up and demand that their chaplain do something different? Uh, but because I made a big deal of it in our lodge, he like, if I go visit with him somewhere, he'll like get freaked out. And then he feels the need to go like have a sideline with the chaplain after lodge. And <laughs> like, you know, I guess, you know, he's helping make masonry more correct. So whatever. But like when I go to another lodge and they start the, the, the sermon on the Mount during prayer time, I just kind of shrug and go with it. Yeah. It's not my lodge when in Rome, but it happens everywhere to your point. We're like the only lodge that doesn't so much so that people look at us funny. Like, but, but you didn't talk about Jesus. It's not a real prayer. Who who are you praying to? God, you can't can't just do that. But it, but, it, but it's like up... Christian God, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it happens up here in Minnesota. But I, mean, I can think of I know of one lodge where they very actively try not to do that um, because they have a very very mixed membership and good on. Most of the lodges up here are pretty good about it, but it depends on who you have as the chaplain because every once in a while a fill-in will come in or, you know, God forbid, if you have guys that are really set in commandery that are filling in in a, in a blue lodge ritual because it's different. And it, it'll Sometimes we forget to transition from Christian knighthood to the to the blue lodge craft, and so there's it happens like, everywhere. I, I hear you in that regard, but you should still be able to make the distinct... I don't mean you specifically... But those guys should still be able to make the distinction because it's kind of important. I, I can appreciate yeah. that. You don't know how many times I was sitting in the East and wanted to tell the senior warden that the brothers in the Valley of the North and the Valley of the South, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's, it's different. Wrong place. Forget because you're doing it all, you know. Wrong place. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I that, that happens. Um. I haven't pulled that stunt yet where I've conferred the obligation from the complete wrong degree, like some other people who <laughs> remain nameless. So <laughs> I, saw that one of those two. I saw that happen once. Uh, fortunately in that case, it was a lesser degree, so it wasn't a big deal, <laughs> but I've also seen uh, one of our own start on the wrong degree with an inner apprentice. And eventually somebody like, stepped in and interrupted him uh because that could have been bad Oops. like uh psych just kidding we're uh we're actually making you a fellow craft tonight getting a promotion uh you're in the accelerated class congratulations yeah. we're just gonna make you wait an extra 28 days <laughs> don't tell anybody you're gonna come to lodge in four weeks and you're gonna tell everybody you took your fellow craft that night or we'll break your fingers. Uh, I'm just kidding. We would never, we would never intimidate our new guys. Uh, oh, Jeff is messaging me now. Where did Bruce go? Oh, he went to pee. Just so everybody I don't knows. know. All I see is the uh, Captain Spaulding picture. So just so everybody knows on the entire internet, um, you know, Bruce. It's in the bathroom. Hitting the first one. Yeah. I really wish I had a soundboard with effects on it now because I'd play like the, the water falling song. 
or whatever. You know, that sound. Water. Could be great. Play some uh, bathroom. Scene two of uh, Austin Powers or wherever it is when it gets unfrozen. Yeah. So, this is awkward. Everybody knows what he's doing. Uh, as long as everything comes out right in the end, that's all I know. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. That's not funny. I went through that. <laughs> I went through that this week uh, with my daughter. She had an antibiotic, and it kind of stopped the system. And yeah, took like four days of adult doses of Miralax to to fix that. Yowzer. Bad. But hey, my kids are full of shit. Yeah. So, you know, hey, my dude. Welcome back. Thank you. Everybody knows what you were doing in there. Oh, you rat bastards. <laughs> <laughs> did you wash your hands? Because we didn't hear the faucet running. I did. I didn't hear the faucet running. Did, did you put the hear seat? everything else? Yes. Yes, we did. Mostly because John like was like. playing it as a sound effect. So, um, <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, blame the guy who was freaking podcasting on an iPad. Good luck. Right. Yep. Did you... Uh, <laughs> Did you put the seat down? Because, you know, you got like a special lady friend now. You can't, can't keep she, living the she way She don't live here. Time. She knows rule number one, and this domicile is the seat stays up. Yeah, it's that's all fun and games until she falls in. Well, I mean, that's not there. There are different rules in her house, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have, to go I'm, get I'm the, you have to go get the special key for the, for the latch so you can raise the seat. <laughs> Drop it. Sit down to pee, Harlan. The seat does not raise. It is permanent. <laughs> Nothing wrong with sitting to pee. Some of us are just really lazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I was trying to find a tampon joke, but I didn't have one. Um, yeah, now my wife wants a show link. Well, this ends badly. It's been fun, fellas. What is your why? Huh? Oh, she's done putting the kids to bed, I guess. So I, I believe Jeff is, is coming. Yeah, I just sent him the show link. Because anyway. I don't know. What, what did you not do that? How, how does that happen? I sent it to him. I don't know. I, look, I can't use the internet for everyone else. I I operate it correctly, and the rest of you are just whatever you are. Freaking libertarians. <laughs> You got old King Dingling there, and we're just the balls dragging along. Right. Ow. Why did that image hurt? <laughs> you know, hammock, if I had that banana hammock, this wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> no more dragging the ground for me. Ooh, this one's Kevlar weave, and it's safety orange. I'll take three. It's funny. They drag the ground sometimes. Usually when I'm ranger crawling. Um, I was going to say, you are not that old, sir. Oh god, getting old sucks. Eventually comes the like the splashdown. That doesn't happen to me yet. I'm scared of like the first time that happens. How old are you? John hasn't said a word yet. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You picked up on that, did you? Uh Uh-huh. Oh man. Well, you know, the the lodge is, is, is... It's the wisdom of age that's keeping me quiet at this moment. Yeah. 
The lodge is yeah, that's the wisdom of age. Got it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The lodge is a is a nice place to to take care of your business. And I couldn't help but notice that we have an unusually deep porcelain bowl, like like twice as deep as like your normal toilet. And it doesn't fill up twice as much. And I can't help but wonder if that was like by design. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Next time you're there, Bruce, if you've never noticed, uh, you know, go top a squat, of, let him swing, see if he hit the water. Take note of the take note of the pot at the lodge. I have uh, never sat on it. Well, you don't have to if you just look at it. Like it's way taller or deeper. It's not any taller, but like the bowl, like is almost to the floor. So uh, I I feel like code requires that ours have uh, handicap toilets which are comfort height they are four inches taller than probably your toilet at home yeah i mean it's, it's tall mine. it's very tall and then the the that's, bowl that's part that. is like almost on the floor like the bottom of the bowl like you can see the mold on the outside you, you know what i'm talking about like before the oh yes bowl. yeah so it's, it's very very deep and uh i i would be lying if i say that that thought hadn't crossed my mind of is are these designed like this so that no. Turns out, I think they are. Just kind of awesome. trying to keep the brothers Ashlers out of the drink. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have a urinal now too, so that's that's nice. I don't know why Modern. we're talking about uh, about lodge bathrooms, but that is going in the show notes. Uh, okay, I, I, out of curiosity, that. have you taken any notes between now and the last time you mentioned show notes, which was about an hour ago? Uh, Dynamic toilet. Took <laughs> one. Wait, no, be I sure, didn't. Be sure to add girly masonry in there somewhere. It's a blank line. <laughs> <laughs> we need someone to take real show notes. You know, we used to we used to have people for this, and now, yeah. Mm-hmm. downhill like last show nick was asking why the show notes are always like making fun of him <laughs> the real answer is because i have to fill the space with something because i didn't take notes during the show and usually whatever yeah, nick well, it's true to form it's not like you're making it up yeah i was there so i mean yeah it's yeah it's just because it's easy like it's the easiest thing to come to mind i could stop and listen and evaluate what we were actually talking about or i could just remember what Nick was saying and make fun of it. Uh, so I usually just go with that. Also, and it's the same thing I told him. Like it's, it's the same thing we do to his face. I don't know why he is just all of a sudden upset about it. We, we have not changed at all. I don't know if I approve of, uh, of ridiculing our brother when he's not here to defend himself. We're not. We have uh, who am I kidding? I, I am all about it. So... <laughs> Nick, I know you're watching, uh, hanging out in the IRC channel and telling us you're at Lodge. Redistinctnox.net. Yes, .net. I'm going to go buy it right now. Oh, dude. Oh, is that... <laughs> Did they use the number three, or is it the spelled out? I, I have no idea. Spelled out. I think it's spelled out. Redistinctnox.org. Like I ever go to that Slack page. Why are you asking that question? It is 
Thank you for beating me to that, John. I don't want to uh, disappoint Nick, but <laughs> it's taken. However, uh, it turns out three distinct knocks.com is for sale for $3,895, which is exactly why they have .org. That would explain it. But he always says .com. No, it's .org, dude. I make fun of him. When he says, no, he's never said .com. We oh, say it because it's not a thing. Okay, so I am on their website for the first time. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I can't. Damn it. David Riley's on that show, so I can't screw with it. Yeah, no, we can't. we can't make fun of the show. I was thinking, like, it looks like they're running WordPress, and it's probably not been updated, and there's, like, a well, million... that's probably all Nick. You know David Riley doesn't handle that. Well, I know. I was just thinking it'd be funny if I, like, hacked in and, like, did funny stuff, but then David's on there, so I'm not going to... Ah, go to millennialfreemason.com. That thing's worthless anyway. That is a blog worth reading. Even well, though they all I'm updates, sure, like, every three you know, months. I'm sure Nick Johnson would appreciate a security review... <laughs> of this blog. You know, I shouldn't talk actually. I'm renamed domain to leathercheerio.org. I need to cut this all out of the show because I haven't patched our own website in a while. And <laughs> yeah, I don't want us to nice shooting tech. We've already been hacked once by like one of those uh one of those worms that was going around to Drupal sites. So I got up one morning and like all of our show posts were deleted and it was all just like Viagra ads and shit. And then it took me like an entire day of restoring backups and yeah. Fun. I think I would have learned to like continue installing updates, but I haven't even posted the show. What makes you think I've been updating the software on the website? <sighs> just a crackerjack job. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be hackable if I... Uh, that's what I'm going to do. We're just going to get rid of Drupal, and it's just going to be like HTML that I edit in a text editor and upload. We'll just do it that way. Then we'll never get hacked again. And it'll be blistering fast. I mean, as long as the show link is there, that's all that really matters. That's true. I, I probably need to just move this to like some professional podcasting host. Like WordPress.com. Or if they give me free hosting if I let them be an advertiser. You know, I've never thought of this. I'm going to look into that. Um, that might be a better idea than trying to finish the website I was working on. Speaking of websites, I would like to quickly mention our uh, last Facebook post <clears throat> that Nick made. Uh, had a pretty phenomenal response as far as people who wanted to come on the show uh so i will be messaging most of you here shortly to set up dates because there are yeah, a lot of people I would like to also, who want to be on the show so I, I, I would like to thank you for posting that the morning after i was on last time <laughs> that, yeah that, that was, that was and my me. response being was am i fired already yeah bruce, me, bruce me, me and had nothing to do with that. He did that on purpose. He was that was that was premeditated. How dare uh, you, sir? You solicit that response. 
Uh, so unfortunately, gentlemen, we got all of your offers to be on the show, but uh, our new co-host, John Hessel, said no. So you know, I'll buzz off. He is now the yeah, blame the Yankee. Of I don't know if you know how this works, John. <laughs> uh, well, you can drive the bus from below the Mason-Dixon line all the way up here. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, no, really. So we were looking for for that missing flavor, and it turns out that missing flavor is drunken Irishman. So <laughs> you're like the uh, perfect so, fit, buddy. Sir, I believe you. Hey. Uh, you mean caffeinated Irishman? I don't think he's drank on the last two shows. Oh, I was talking about Jason. Oh no, talking about oh John. Yeah, he's been coffeeing. Oh, last week. This is Guinness. This week. I was oh. I was speaking of my my former co-host. I hadn't noticed. Yeah. I'm also Jesus. drinking coffee, which explains the lack of comedy. Yeah, that's why you're not funny at all. Okay. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm funny every other show except this one. You are a little livelier than usual, so I'll I'll give you that. You know. My wife made that same comment, and I'm not sure what you guys are talking about, but um, yeah, I'll take it. I'm going to avoid the opportunity to take that easy joke. <laughs> <laughs> I teed it up for you, buddy, and you're not even going to swing. Nah, so, too easy. I don't know. I, you know. It's like punching a kindergartner just because you could. Cause, a, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Had a really... Exactly. Really shit day at work, and it was one of those days when, like, I I came home and instead of instead of being overwhelmed when I walk in the door, like I usually am, like my kids were all you know docile and happy, and kind of made my evening. I wasn't uh, I wasn't greeted in the same manner as usual with like, oh my god, daddy, this and that, and everything's going crazy. It was. It was a nice day, so I guess I'm just in a better mood. Hmm. So you don't want to burn here we are to fuck that up for you. Right. Mm -mm. And then and then I ordered a, a banana hammock, so <laughs> a flag themed? The the problem is like I was supposed to be using that money to order my tuxedo this evening and now I don't have enough money because I bought a banana hammock. Well, at least you have your priorities order. I'm I'm gonna wear that to the investiture. Yes. You say banana hammock, I say streamlined tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> if I put a bow tie with it and some cufflinks, is it is it good enough? And if we're lucky you'll wear the bow tie around your neck. Oh God! <laughs> I got my wrist pierced so I can wear these thirty-three cufflinks. Aren't these great? Woo! So you know, I've been a little concerned about about being asked to do more stuff in the right. This might be my way to get out of it <laughs> and out of masonry <laughs> and potentially out of the bar while I'm at it. So yeah, <laughs> that's too far. Uh, maybe not. My life would be happier, and I'd be wearing a banana hammock with a bow tie. So, who cares? How bad could it bills? be? <laughs> oh, God, that took a turn south quickly. So I just want to see you before the bench in a banana hammock. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> you know what? I might give the judge such a good laugh that like I, everything's just okay. Like I haven't laughed like this in thirty years. You're dismissed. Your Honor, no, no, I mean, may I adjust my hammock before I proceed? <laughs> like, no, no, I mean you're 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 dismissed from the bar and and also from this court. <laughs> get, get out. <laughs> Thank you for the laugh. <laughs> well, I don't know. We uh, I think we're running out of running out of funny steam. So I don't know what the hell happened with Jeff. He messaged us like 20 minutes ago, said, are y'all recording tonight? And I sent him the link, and then not, not a word. Didn't come I'll tell on, you what happened. didn't reply. He was at Lodge with, with, with Josh, and now he's doing whatever Josh does after Lodge. Drink? Yeah. I assume that's what he does. Cut grass? I don't really know, because, you know, when Josh leaves... I stay at Lodge like we're supposed to do. So, in my mind, in my mind, Josh cuts grass like ten hours a day, even during the winter. <laughs> oh, he's he's mowing the snow. <laughs> Somebody has to. Hey, you been you been uh, part of that Arctic blast up there, John? Is that is that coming your way? Uh, we're probably in the. What are we at right now? Yeah, we're we're in a balmy thirty three degrees, but no snow. Oh, yeah, I was for me. seeing on the on the news this morning. There's like an Arctic wave coming down at us, like over Friday and Saturday and Sunday, and oh, yeah. there's like a bunch of snow that's gonna smack a lot of places that may not be ready for snow yet. I will tell you what. There's nothing more entertaining than driving through South Carolina when they have a half of inch of snow on the ground, as nope. a Minnesotan. Because nobody's on the roads, or they're in the ditches left, right, and center, and guys like me are going 80 down the freeway. (laughs) Yep. You should have uh, have been around Dallas when they got that light dusting. Oh, man. That That was almost, I would say it was comical, but it was just sad. Like, it's not even what happened in Atlanta where they got like an inch. It was... Just a dust. Well, Atlanta got ice, so I mean everything yeah. was a skating rink. So in their defense, at least you know, there's no way you could get traction. But yeah, it was. Yeah. No, Dallas just like I think people were crashing because they were too busy staring at the stuff falling out of the sky. Like, what, what is this? Crash. Is this how they make powdered donuts? Bang. Uh. Or it may have just been that's how Dallas is all the time because I've driven there once now and I have no desire to do it again. Yeah, I've driven through that town twice once. I'm doing from Austin, I would point out, and uh, I'm okay with Austin. Dallas, no, that you're, y'all are cool, but <laughs> no. Oh no, I love I love going there. Like I go there for work quite often, but I normally just fly and take Uber everywhere, and that's definitely the way to go. Driving through Dallas as a not native is a horrific experience. Cause it's it's not like you know, most cities you go to, there's a first street and a second street and a third street, and it just kinda it's like a big grid. Yeah, it's not like that there. At all. Yeah, pop up a map of St. Paul once, watch what happens. Uh, you know, you can go to you can go to Chicago and find your way around. I've never driven to New York City. I presume it's the same, it's just a lot slower. Um, 
yeah, like Nashville, Atlanta, Orlando, and Miami. I'm trying to think of all the cities of big cities I've driven through. They're all the same. It's all like a grid of streets, except for Dallas. I don't know what they got going on. Uh, and even Google like gave up on me. It's like turn left here, and there's like a giant retaining wall with no turns in sight. Like, well, if I kill him, out. he'll stop asking for directions. Yeah. Turn left here. Thanks a lot. It was like your destination's on the left, and I'm like, yes, 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 it is. But how do I get there? You weren't in a big enough truck, Harlan. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm like, I'm I'm 50 feet in the air on on this this like highway, and I'm looking down at the place I'm supposed to be, but there's there's no exit off of this road. How how do I get over there? And Google's like, you've arrived. <laughs> like, Look bad, take chances. Yeah. Like, okay, I guess I'll just pull over and rappel down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so don't drive to Dallas if you learn nothing else. I'm putting that in the show notes. <laughs> also, a uh, fan of the show, Mike, may pull you over and go hard time. Maybe he'll direct uh, you. you know, go. I like that. You know those cop types don't have a sense of humor. I visit I visit with him when I whenever I'm in Dallas. Um he always wants to go out to lunch or whatever. And I enjoy messing with my colleagues when like one of the uh one of the town police just like shows up at our office down there and it's like I need to see Harlan. I need you to come with me. <laughs> and then just discreetly go down and get in his car and then we go somewhere to lunch and then I come back and everybody looks at me weird but nobody says a word <laughs> he put it's all already god damn that's quick yeah yeah they uh I always wondered like if my if my boss is in town he's like n- never never mentioned it but I've heard that he was like freaking out <laughs> Like, oh God, what are we gonna do? We've got we've got the board from this big client showing up in two hours. I can't tell him that that this guy's gone with the police. So yeah, messing with people all the time, using my brothers to do it. Maybe one day I'll get Josh to show up at our, our office here in town and then see if they like pull the intruder alarm or whatever. Maybe not. He may fit in. Bruce's cousin works at that office. Yeah. Hippie. So do we have any Masonic events coming up this week for you guys? So. No. No, we got a fellow craft. Lucky man. Uh, uh, A week. Dude, we're going to have another show between now and the fellow craft. Are we, Bruce? Are we? Well, yeah. No, next week is uh, the Scott show. So, yeah, even if it's just me and him. Well, that'll be fun because it'll just be like an hour and a half of, but I need my guns. No, you don't. That's why you need to be here because you have to argue against them because I'm not going to. What? Because I've done it in person until I'm blue in the face and he doesn't hear me. You're smarter than me, which is why you have to be there. Maybe you should try it with that makeup on, like in your picture. Like your your. I don't have forty five minutes to spare before the show. 
maybe we could get our Tyler that that large shotgun I was talking about last week, and then have him pose. I'm okay for, with it. He should have one. Have him pose for a picture with it, and then just be like, "See, it's fine. You don't need guns and lodge." The no, Tyler he, will take care of any problems you may have. He doesn't have that dude sitting outside the door at his lodge. He doesn't. Well, that's the thing. Is why would you make your Tyler like the most frail old guy in your lodge? Like, who's he going to remove? Except for the old Tyler we used to have. He was kind of scary. He might put your eye out with that sword. You. And then the only time it's ever needed to happen, like, he wasn't there. We had we had Roy, who's, like, four feet five, and he ran that, that homeless dude off. That was well, funny. He is a warlock, and he needs no physical weapons. We hear commotion outside the door, and we go out, and he's like, he's out in the dining room, leaning out the door, screaming at that guy, don't come back. That is awesome. When did this happen? I was years ago. I don't ago. know anything about this. Years ago. And we were like, what happened? He's like, I, I don't know. He wasn't supposed to be here. And then he just kind of went back and <laughs> sat down in his chair and started playing solitaire on the computer again. Oh, no ticket. Right. No well, this is the guy that would show up like three hours early to lodge so he could play solitaire on the lodge computer and drink coffee. And then when he was tiling for us, he just stood out in the dining room and played solitaire. And apparently that guy came in <laughs> and uh, he was trying to go into the church. He thought it was a church. and I guess he wasn't listening. And eventually Roy just ran him off yelling at him with that cane. Awesome. So I look out the door and that guy's like already across the street and like heading off in the other direction. <laughs> I'm like, nice. So the only time we ever actually needed like a, a Tyler, the like four and a half foot tall dude did it. So he must have done something to scare the guy. Well, yeah, he like did his warlock thing and that belt buckle. Right. This guy always wore one of those uh, Baphomet with the pentagram, like real big belt buckles. Yeah, like John, like no joke, it was literally the head of Baphomet. I don't, I don't it was the coolest belt buckle I've ever seen. And this guy was like, like uh, ruby eyes, ninety something. Yeah, he's he was what? pretty old, and he he's he. We're not. I'm not exaggerating about his shortness. I mean, he's probably taller than four and a half feet, but he there's no way he was five feet tall. He's not much more than five, if that. I, I don't think he could be more than five, and he was probably maybe like a hundred pounds, soaking wet. Very frail, very old. Yeah, always walked around on a cane. But every time I saw him, he had this belt buckle, and it was a gigantic belt buckle, and it was like the head of Baphomet. Yes. I, like, I never understood it, but I, I never wanted to ask him about it because I was yeah. terrified. Right, because yeah. you might rip off your face and eat it. Yes. And he, he was the, a demon or something. Shit. The first thing I noticed my first night coming to Lodge for my initiation was that guy in his belt buckle. And he had like the the white hair that's like just around the sides, but not on the top, and like the the white goatee thing going on that was kind of long. He just looked like a warlock. Interesting. We all just assumed, and so that was a running joke forever. Is everybody was kind of scared of the guy because we all still think that he was he was a warlock. <laughs> um. Or if not, like his ability to make everyone think that he was meant that no one messed with him. So yeah, it'd be worth its weight in gold. Yeah, 
if you remember when when Jason had that weird thing going on with like his throat and whatnot, and it just like it just kept getting bad and worse for him, and we were always like, "What did you do to Roy?" <laughs> yes, because uh, if I recall, he went to two or three doctors, and they had no idea what it was. We think you've been cursed. The only explanation. Yep. Well, maybe he turned off the computer or something, and then Roy couldn't play solitaire. <laughs> no joke. Probably for like two and a half to three hours before every lodge meeting, he and we wow. th this this lodge computer is at a, a special thing we've got set up. So it's not like at a desk. Like you you stand. It's like a kiosk. And it's also in the middle of the dining room. Yeah. So you let anybody you, in the dining room sees it. So you, you can stand in front of it. Like there's there's no chair or anything. Like you, you just have to stand. So you would stand there for three hours and play solitaire. What the? What the I'm sorry. What was it? Sure. Just curious why you have a computer on a pedestal in the middle of the dining room. Oh, so uh, it's the only computer the lodge has. Yeah, I mean, I, I have my laptop I use for secretarial stuff, but we've got a lot of older members who don't have computers or the internet at home, but they occasionally have the need or desire to use one. Uh, so it's like a public well, terminal. They come to the lodge and... Yeah, they can come to the lodge. They can, they can print stuff if they need it. Uh, there was one guy that we set up a, a lodge email account for him because so, he had like somebody he was trying to email or something. Um, we have uh, some guys that that you know when they want to browse the the Grand Lodge thing or whatever, our, our local Grand Lodge newspaper. Some people play solitaire. It, it's a good. Before we got the giant TV in the dining room, it was what people used to like turn on the the news during good big sporting event nights or whatever. Uh, it's it served a wide variety of purposes, but it's just we found it really useful to just have a like a public computer out in the dining room. Doesn't take up much space. It's you know kind of over in a corner, and it it's really people use it, so we keep it running. Um, cool. I have to like you know. I used to have it set up. I need to get it turned back like that in like a kiosk mode. So every time you restart it, it like goes back to the state it was at before it was last restarted. So people could just do whatever they want. You can install a bunch of crap and go go crazy. And then as soon as it restarts, it's all blown away and back where it was. So I never had to fix it. it just worked. Why move? Like it was the one computer where I could tell somebody like, really, just restart it. It will fix your problem. I promise. No matter what your problem is, it'll fix it. <laughs> Anything you may have saved while you were doing that's going to be gone too. So, uh, yeah, it's it's useful. Uh, now, now we've moved on technology-wise, and we've got the we got a very large television mounted on the wall uh, with a Roku box hooked up to it, so people watch movies or sports broadcasts or they have cartoons on during the breakfast to keep the kids entertained. Um, so yeah, we're, we're a pretty, pretty high tech lodge. Turns out we haven't told you about the server farm in the back, but that's where the show comes from. It's lodge business. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a Bitcoin mining operation going on for about eight years. 
We have mined zero bitcoins. <laughs> we use a lot of power, though. And one day, yeah. we're going to strike it, and we're going to get one, Bruce. We're going to get one. Uh-huh. Maybe. So, Bruce, are you done in the east at the end of December, like the rest of the world? Yes. We now. have uh, uh, a meeting uh, a week from Saturday. It is a fellowcraft. Uh, meeting after that is elections. Meeting after that is installation. So, you know. So, yes, he, it's he's all downhill from here. He's not doing that fellowcraft. No. And no, election not. night is, well, it's just the election. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, it. But to anyone listening, next show, uh, next week, one week from tonight, we will be having a friend of the show, Scott, on. Uh, he is going to be master of his lodge next year, which is about... 10 minutes from our lodge. Scotty and, from uh, the block. Scotty from the block. That was his nickname. And uh, the show is going to be all about incoming, outgoing, master related things. I'm hoping he's going to have a list of questions for me because I don't all right. have any useful advice for him. Cause, so, you know, episode 183. Get your gun the F out of lodge. <laughs> episode 183, titled Back When I Was Master. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to start saying that. Oh, dude, dude, it, it it's so nice. I don't know if if Ray ever reminded you that I started doing that to him on installation night. Merlin says that shit all the time, and he doesn't even follow it up with anything. He just says it. I I installed Ray, and then we we you know we finished up installation ceremonies and went out to the dining room, and we were out of coffee. So I got a piece of cake and there was the coffee was still making in the other pot. And so I looked at Ray and said, back when I was master, <laughs> he's like, that was 10 minutes ago. Shut up and wait. Started dropping it right out of the gate. Nice. Yeah. No, it was like literally 10 minutes after I was out of the East. <laughs> to be fair, I was yeah. right. When I was master, we didn't run out of coffee. Yeah, so, in my life, we've learned that you can't say back when I was master because then eventually you get to come back around and be master again. Yeah, so we don't let that happen. Uh, it's happened yeah. twice in the history of our lodge where somebody's been master more than once. Uh, we we definitely pass that ball around. Uh, sometimes to our detriment, actually. But uh, In a healthy lodge, that's what should be done. Yep, that's um, kind of how I measure a lodge with a progressive line. That's how I measure its health is how many times has this guy been master? Uh, if you start installing past masters into the chair, well, it's not always a good sign. No. Unless you're in a, a TO lodge. So like my other lodge, we put the same guy in the chair all the time, but that's that's normal. That's how that's supposed to work. Yeah, for traditional observance. Yeah. Yeah. So, like the the last master we had was master for like five years before he died. He was young. It was unexpected. It was horrible. Um, and then the current one is at two. Uh, I think he's gonna stop after two though. So, but yeah, it's not uncommon there. Like I've been in my same office for like six years now. Um, so that's. But anywhere else. 
the number of past masters that take the east is a it's like a it's like a EKG for your lodge. You can count the beats. Yeah. And when I look back at the history of our lodge, the the two times where we've done that were two of the darkest almost closing eras of our lodge, so uh it makes makes sense to me. So but on the flip side of that, we end up, you know, if there's very few people to choose from and you're like, uh, are you guys sure we don't want to get someone to come back and do this again? You know, like next year, Bruce, you could do it twice. Uh, I'll vote for no. you, buddy. Shut I'll vote up. For you. Think about having an entire year, like knowing what you're doing. Think of what uh, you could accomplish. Uh, no. First of all, no, that, that won't even happen. Uh, second of all, no. I need you to save me for this. I won't vote for me. You don't get you a that. vote. Uh, if there's a, if there's a, oh yeah, you're right. No, not if you're nominated. So yeah. Not to mention, it doesn't have to be unanimous, does it? I swear to God, if you nominate me, it's fifty plus one. <laughs> if you don't think I'm one of those old past masters that could stack the lodge that night? You're gonna make me call Mickey. Is that, I'll put Mickey. This? No. Mickey will no. be one of them. I'll get Mickey there. Be like, look. Hey, uh, Harlan, how this. hard would it be for me to uh, affiliate to the Lodge for about a month and a half? Yeah, you don't want this Harlan <laughs> Jr. Show up, nominate you, and roll First Harlan of all, your, your brother would, like, flip the entire Lodge upside down if that happened. I know, and it would be hilarious. Next year's going to be a fun year, though, I think. Not for me. Um, well, no, not for you, because you're the secretary. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm happy I'll be, uh, you know, able to have a break the first time since I've been raised. He sent that'll be, me. That'll be a refreshing change of pace. He sent me his calendar draft. It is um, dense. Extensive. Yeah, no, me, me and him sat after dense. last meeting and talked about... Uh, he was going through the Excellency Award stuff. Talked about that for a while. And then him and Marshall sat back there and talked about it for like another two hours after I left. Oh, so yeah, that was the other thing is I never called him. He still thinks, crap. He still thinks I was ditching him because he was doing all that work for planning next year and I was supposed to help him. But what happened, Man. we were all sitting out in the dining room talking about our distillery idea. And then uh, we heard some really loud motorcycle pipes pouring yep. in the parking lot. And they and were next to a door, and I went out a different door. Yes, everybody left, and they all left me. <laughs> then I got stuck with this guy, and I remembered that my brother and company were back in the lodge room doing serious <laughs> business. So I had to like keep this fellow entertained out there so they could do what they were doing as long as I could. Eventually I couldn't take it anymore. So I walked back there and he followed me and then work stopped getting done. Uh, but Mike was giving this hard time about like, I've been back here doing this and you've just been out there dicking off and I couldn't tell him. Cause like, you know, the guy's sitting right there. I was like, dude, that was not what I was doing. <laughs> I was trying to save you. Right. 
So you this could, guy, you, uh, John, we referred to on the show on the show before as Yosemite, Yosemite Sam. Sam. <laughs> very much the uh, shoot your guns up in the air. Um, wow, that is an apt description. Yeah, actually, that's that's very much Yosemite Sam. I forgot we called him that. Yeah. I have to make that stick again. All right, but uh, yeah, that's that's what we got going on. Also, an audit. Um, you know, not that anybody in the audience cares about that, but that's a thing that I care deeply about. Mostly because I'm the one being audited. So, uh, Bruce, get a better finance committee, and maybe eventually they'll catch me. I mean, I got to work with what I got. Put little Easter eggs in there every year, and no one finds them. I mean, you know who the group is. I don't want to call out Tony specifically, <laughs> but Tony, <laughs> if he were on the show to defend himself, then he'd be able to, but he is not. So, yeah, Tony. It's Tony. Everybody is Tony. It's fine. Tony's the reason we're broke because he can't audit the books. He just adds some numbers up until it makes it zero, and then he's like, oh, well, it looks good to me. Well, he thinks so, you can run everything on propane, but <laughs> you cannot. Hey, we went to his house. You can. His house, everything in his house runs on propane. Yes. No lie. But, uh, the lodge, he, Hank Hill? Yes, well, that's that's what he Pretty does. Pretty much, you, actually. I mean, he he literally sells propane and propane accessories. Propane accessories. Literally, that's 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 not a joke. That's that's what he does for a living. I mean, well, that's also a joke. But to be fair, he he, so he manages the people who manage the people who manage the people who sell propane and propane accessories. But yes, that's that's what he does. He's uh, like. The regional whatever for that company that sells that stuff, he just never tells people that his region is like North America. That's why he's gone all the time. Wow. Uh, whenever he's on the show and he's always in like some hotel room and like making jokes about the hotel toothpaste or whatever because he's like always on the road. We never see him anymore. Um, but yeah, he's like a really big dude in the propane and propane accessories business. Damn it, Bobby. God damn it. <sighs> All right. Well, Arlen. Uh, it's almost time for Mr. Robot. So in this thing, please. Yes. This has been the end of episode 182 of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org where you can find the link to the live stream of the show. Outside uh, Yeah. Wait, did I not say that? Oh, well, I am slipping. Did I just screw your whole thing up? Do you have to, like, start over now? Yeah. Thanks for listening to episode 100. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, also, that's the place where you can find Nick when he's not actually on the show, uh, but pretending to be at Lodge, but he's chatting on IRC. Uh, also, a lot of fun guys in there, and some of the guys you'll be meeting on the show uh, over the coming weeks, you'll also find in the IRC channel. So, uh, if you don't swing by there, at least give it a try. You're probably missing out. And of course, you can always find us on the Freemasonry and IRC subreddits. 
the front page of the internet, reddit.com slash r slash freemasonry. So next week, after Lodge, like after Lodge has a subreddit, Carlos, mention that. Yeah, but you you don't want to go there unless you want an FBI file. But yes, you can also go to reddit.com slash r slash after Lodge, all one word. Scar yourself for life. So, till next week, brothers. We will see you on the other side. Later. Stars look very different today. For here am I sitting in a tin Space.